Welcome to the latest podcast from the Plastic Surgery Journal Club. Each month we review an appraiser journal article, typically from PRS, and summarize it for you in this podcast. The full journal can be obtained from the PRS website. Welcome back to the August 2017 Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery Journal Club, coming to you from Sydney, Australia. My name is Damien Marucci, I'm here with James Doherty. James, the next paper is extended transconjunctival lower eyelid blepharoplasty with release of the tear trough ligament and fat de- re- redistribution. This is by Wong and the great Brian Mendelson in, uh, in uh, Melbourne, uh, Australia. This is from the August 2017 PRS. So James, tell me about this paper. So the basic issue is removing the tired appearance, an approach to the aging lower lid and mid-cheek. The background to this is that transconjunctival lower eyelid blepharoplasty techniques have concentrated on fat removal alone for contouring of the lower lid without addressing the tear trough deformity or smoothing the lid to cheek junction. This extended approach that's a presented here redistributes the fat to address these combined problems of the aging mid-cheek and lower lid. The study is a retrospective chart review and there were 54 patients who underwent an extended transconjunctival lower lid blepharoplasty with fat redistribution and release of the tear trough ligament. 29 of these patients also had concurrent fat grafting to the mid-cheek at the same time. The surgical technique is beautifully described and illustrated both within the paper and in the supplemental video footage. I commend it to all of you. In summary, a 15mm transconjunctival incision is made 2mm inferior to the tarsus. Development of the preceptal plane is attained and the septum is divided directly over the fat pad that is being excised. Further blunt dissection of the preceptal space to the arcus marginalis is achieved and here the abicularis oculi and tear trough ligament are released from their bony origin. The end point of this release is the visualization of the levator labi superioris medially. The release generally extends from 4 o'clock to 8 o'clock position. The medial part of the abicularis retaining ligament is also released laterally. Excised fat is then free grafted under the tear trough ligament and held in place with percutaneous sutures. Conjunctival incision is then closed with an interrupted plain catgut. The measures in this presented in this paper, the mean operative time, and then complications. There is no statistical analysis, it's percentages only. The results. The mean operative time was 42 minutes for this procedure, 32 to 65 being the spread. The mean follow-up for their patients was 10 months, ranging from 5 to 38 months. The revision rate in the hands of these authors was 5%, that is 3 out of the 54 patients, and most of these were for residual lateral fat pad bulges. Complications, one out of the 54 patients had a corneal abrasion from inadequate lubrication of the eye shields. This resolved within 24 hours. One of the 54 had a small palpable hematoma and five out of 54 complained of lumpiness at the grafting site, but all of these resolved spontaneously between six to eight weeks. Conclusions you can draw from this paper. Transconjunctival approach offers a safe access to the lower lid and extending this to dissect through the facial soft tissue spaces and perform a precise release of the ligaments that separate them has been an effective method in rejuvenating the upper mid cheek with the correction of the tear trough deformity and eye bags in the hands of these two authors. 
good things about this paper. It's a sound anatomical basis for the technique with identification of the underlying structural issues and a method of correction. The anatomical descriptions and illustrations simplify the complex relationships of, of these spaces with the additional videos available online clearly depicting the surgery from a surgeon's eye view. Problems with the paper? Well, mean follow-up was 10 months, spanning 5 to 38. We await the long-term data on the effectiveness of this cosmetically out beyond 10 months. Patient satisfaction outcomes were measured by surrogate as the re-operation rate and they weren't directly measured. There was no patient satisfaction outcome survey and there was no independent assessment of cosmetic result. Furthermore, Codner et al. in the response to this paper published in PRS said that even the extended transconjunctival lower eyelid blepharoplasty with release of the tear trough ligament and fat redistribution does not address <coughs> lower lid laxity, prominent eyes or canthal position. This is an approach that's not applicable to all situations. Now, it's interesting to note that in the photos with the paper, most of the patients are between the ages of 30 to 44. This is a young patient population. So the take-home message that we took from this paper is that conventional transconductival lower eyelid blepharoplasty techniques are generally effective for younger patients with true eye bag fat excess. But in your patient who has a more prominent lid cheek junction or the tear trough deformity, an extended approach with fat redistribution and exploiting those anatomical spaces of the face and your anatomy knowledge can produce an aesthetically superior result. Thanks, James. Once again, Brian Mendelson and his group have done excellent uh, anatomical studies and the diagrams are so crystal clear, making the, uh, sort of translating the anatomical observations into something which is very easy uh, to visualise and understand. Um, I agree with everything uh, you said that this does appear to be more applicable to a younger patient group where there is no excess skin because certainly there was no mention of any sort of lateral cantal anchoring or any pinch plethroplasty where certainly you know many patients I see in my practice are older and in addition to wanting their eye bags treated also want uh, the lower lid laxity uh, and or the skin excess uh, to be addressed at the time of surgery um, but thank you very much thank you Thank you for listening. For more of our podcasts, head to soundcloud.com or subscribe to us on iTunes and search Plastic Surgery Journals. Remember to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Thanks also to the PRS Journal team for their ongoing support.